look, niggas, we <laughs> we here, okay? What do you want from us? How much more do you want from me? <laughs> and we're back. Lip girls, we're back. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Cha, cha, cha. Hey y'all, it's your girl Taylor. And Toya. This is The Ho Bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore ho bag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. And we're back. And we're back. The name of this podcast is Gifted and Talented Gaslighting Program. Are you entitled to compensation? Sometimes parenting stress causes parents to inadvertently gaslight their kids. Find out how to know if you're gaslighting your kids and how to fucking stop. Gaslighting may include nausea, heartburn, constipation, failed hopes and dreams, and slight diarrhea. And suicide. <laughs> <laughs> this note has been brought to you by the whole bag. Wow, don't hire us. <laughs> I, think, I think we did okay for our first infomercial. Yeah, I think so too. I agree. Okay. Where did this gifting, <laughs> gifted and talented gaslighting program come from? Where'd you? So I was on um, Instagram like every other person, obviously. And it was like something like, let's talk about how the gifted and talented program is a gaslighting system for black kids and where adults think they'll fit in well with um, middle class Americans. So I was like, damn. And then I went to the barbershop. And somebody was like, yeah, it, it really just tells you that it that you're you have all this potential and you're just like mediocre at best. It's like, you know, telling your son, oh, he's going to be the next LeBron James. Their daughter's going to be the next Beyonce. That somebody's going to be the next black president. And it's like, I mean, you get A's and B's, but I mean, are you Ooh. really that gifted? Since we're talking about the gifted and talented gaslighting program. I'm going to talk about this Twitter news real quick about oh. somebody that's gifted and talented, but is still mediocre at best. Mm. <sighs> R. Kelly. Oh, damn. <laughs> the trial began on uh, August 18th in New York. And on September the 27th, following two days of deliberation, the jury found the U.S. star guilty on all nine counts. Sentencing is due on May 4th. And the disgraced 54-year-old could end up spending decades behind bars, too. Oh, he's going to jail, 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 jail. Going like a motel, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is crazy. Like, it's still relevant. It's like history's repeating itself all over again. Why is this nigga still in the news? It is. And and one of the parts, I don't know if you saw my, my recent story where I posted um one of the parts of the boondocks was when they were marching outside of the courthouse. Mm-hmm. The motherfuckers are really marching outside of the courthouse and uh, like his I fans. I saw that. I didn't realize, girl. But and it's they're saying, crazy. give him a second chance. The lawyer, I mean, uh, Chicago's mayor spoke out too and basically had said, um, the, the person interviewing him had asked, do you think that the city of Chicago was going to give R. Kelly a second chance? Get out of here. Um, Mr. Mr. Nigga is on his <laughs> 878th chance. I think at this point, He's out of chances. Can I play this clip for you? I don't, we hadn't talked about this, but my friend, she's from Chicago and she was telling me how like in high school, the girls, they knew he, what he yeah. was doing. Yeah. Uh, may I play it for you? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm about to play this. Uh, she's anonymous, but listen to this. I was talking about high school in Chicago 
And so he used to come up to our school, like my freshman, sophomore year, R. Kelly used to come up to our school. And my friends would be excited, like, oh, let's go over there by R. Kelly car, let's go where he parked. Me and my best friend would be like, nah, we good. He used to have parties and stuff, and a few of my friends would be like, we want an R. Kelly party, y'all, let's go, blah, blah, blah. And I would always be like, nah, I'm good. Because why the fuck do I want to go to anything that R. Kelly is having and you know his record. You know he be on bullshit. He peeing on bitches and all type of shit. Like, why do you want to associate yourself with somebody like that? And then when he do the shit, you want to cry victim. Like, mm. No, don't put yourself in that fucking situation. What what's crazy is like you get on the internet and it's like, oh, here's another victim. And it's like y'all literally be signing up for this shit. And then again, want to cry victim. They're like, oh, they didn't know. The crazy part is your parents knew back then, back in the early 2000s, your parents knew that nigga wasn't shit. And they were just letting y'all do the shit. So somebody knew. Anybody should be held accountable. <clears throat> it is the parents. Because at the end of the day, I still remember being 16. I was fast. When I was 15, 16, I wasn't mm -hmm. fast as in fucking. Mm -hmm. Having sex, but I was fast as in you like flirting. I wanted I wanted a man that had money and a car. Mm. And if you're gonna have money, you gotta have a job. So to be honest, the guys that I was dating at 15 and 16 were like 20, 21, 22, 23. So in retrospect, mm -hmm. I'm like, was I right? No, but who was more wrong? Right. He My was. brain is still impressionable right. at that young age. Right. So yeah, I knew they probably knew what was going on, but at a, as, at a certain point, people still have that that little piece in their brain that could say, it would never be me. I would never do that. And then one the day money will you. make you do a lot of shit. So, you know, what also is crazy. Speaking of him being with young people, Aaliyah, right? Yeah. Aaliyah just her music just came out. Yeah. Within the last. It's so crazy how history is repeating itself it right really now. Is. And I want to know. I really would. I mean, they're never going to talk about it, but hopefully somebody spills the beans in the next 20 years while I'm still caring. But like. Did the parents go, it's okay, he's going to help your career out? Like, what the fuck happened? I think it was money. I think he, in Chicago, he got a lot of money. These mm. girls probably were from the projects, I'm, mm. I'm assuming. I'm talking about Aaliyah. Oh. You, you, okay, we watched enough movies with SWV TLC to know that them contracts True. was on bullshit too. True. So, True. who knows? She could have, she seemed like she was low key and was probably keeping things under wraps and got married without her people knowing and all that shit anyway, too. Mm, so. True, 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 true. I never even thought about that. I was like, because her parents seemed so involved in her life. Like, who said this shit was okay? But then again, I go back and I think when Jay Z said, uh, the, the moment I met Beyonce, I knew she was the one. She was too 16. She mm -hmm. also was 16. So, I mean, maybe niggas are just creeps and. Ugh, but then I don't know I'd I be thinking about grandparents too and they were 28 20 years apart so history literally just repeats itself that is it true. literally just repeats itself it's my grandma told me she was with my grandfather at the age of 13 and they were together until he was like 65 and died and How old he? he was like 1920 in the military mm. and this shit happens overseas all the time too yeah. so it's really not saying it's right or it's wrong, but it is what it is. is yeah. all I can say. I mean, I, this is not to condone statutory rape at all. Because these little girls still have impressionable brains. And little boys, too, if that shit happens to them. But they were supposed to, him, to be a lot of things. Yeah, I, mean, I mentioned <laughs> them to say that they had all the potential in the world and they ended up being a girl that got peed on in R. Kelly's house in his dungeon. Sorry, Petunia. So. I want to see all the around. potential. He had all the potential in the world, too. And his at karma is a bitch. This just go. History repeats itself. What, what happens in the dark is always going to come oh, to the absolutely. light. So people be sitting back saying, that shit happened when they were 16. She's 45. Well, maybe she finally got enough courage to finally say it. Like, age don't mean shit. R. Kelly said it best himself. Age ain't nothing. Who was that? Wait, who's saying Him that? Him and Aaliyah. 
Yeah. No, man, no. I hope he's singing that right in his cell. <laughs> I'm fighting for I my life. A- hey, baby, pick up the phone. It's R. Kelly. Robert, I'm going to sing you a song. Robert. <laughs> you have a collect call from. Hey, baby, it's R. Kelly. Pick up the phone. I want to sing you a song. <laughs> Click. Bitch. <laughs> Anywho, we got. No, we didn't get off subject. But these kids, these people were supposed to be a lot of things. And I feel like we were supposed to, I feel like I was supposed to be a lot of things. What about you? Oh, hell yeah. I feel like I, um, I, I personally feel like I could have been a lot more at a younger age, but I lacked the resources or I wasn't guided in the right direction. It was always, you could do it. And then that was it. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I could have been a rapper. I definitely feel like I should have been Oprah by now. I'm not even going to lie. I feel like I could have been. I feel like I should have been Malcolm X's wife or at least side piece. I feel like I should have been Chris Brown's first baby mama (laughs) and wife. You know what? I feel like I still have the potential to be Diddy's baby mama. You know, I'm aiming for future right now. I don't know if I even want to go down there. What? (laughs) What 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 are we saying? Look, we try to live with. Oh, so y'all can make mixtapes, and we supposed to support you in the basement, but we can't talk about what we want to do. I feel like Rihanna should have been came to Houston and smoked the blood with me. I'll I'll smoke one with ASAP Rocky, and I take Damn your man. Rihanna being down the blocks taking <laughs> niggas. From- <laughs> I feel like I should have been Elon Musk's right hand man. I'm sorry, Jeff Bezos, right hand man. It ain't happened yet. I should have been a lot of things. I should have met Beyonce by now. I've met Tina. I've met Matthew. I just haven't met Beyonce. Bitch, come out of hiding. I want to meet Solange. So if you guys are watching this, you're feel free to come, come on, on and do an interview. Please. So, with that being said, you asked me earlier, do I feel like I should have been I get yeah, a lot on of on a things. serious note. On a serious note. So, in this conversation, Buddy's like, Yeah, you know, you gaslight your kids. Yeah, you're gonna be the next. LeBron James, you're going to be the next Barack Obama. And then it's like, yo, kid, I'm no shade to people from Texas, but the Texas education system is trash. Shit. So it's like, they're like, oh, I'm getting straight A's over here. I'm doing blah, blah, blah. And it's like, your straight A's were like B's and C's in the school system I came from. So it's like, I'm not saying you're not smart. You might be smarter than the average person, but are you really in a competitive area? And like, it's like, y'all... we're going to get off Texas education system, but it's like you haven't been challenged in life. So when you are faced with a challenge, you shut down, you're overwhelmed, right? Like you think, oh, I should have got this promotion. I should have been making X amount of money by this time. And it's like, did you put in the work that everybody else put in? And I think that's a lot of the reasons why a lot of us, I'll speak for myself, feel like I'm often um, facing imposter syndrome in the workplace because it's like, Dang, like I was always told like I had graduated with honors and all this stuff. But guess what? I was still like just average at best. And that's okay with that. I don't think I tapped into the right areas of my potential. I was always trying to go the corporate route, do the certain things. But I actually I I know for a fact personality is my thing. So that's like me trying to say I'm trying to be a chef. I can't cook for shit. But what I can do is engage with people, make them laugh, you know, it, uh, what's the word be personable and shit like that so like I just think we try to push our parent our that uh, information y'all heard in the beginning parents push their kids in a certain direction and then they try to succeed at it and they, they become mediocre because you're not allowing them to thrive in what's you know best for them correct and then they frown upon things like oh you want to be an artist that ain't shit oh you want to be a hairstylist that, that ain't, ain't shit. shit you want to be a cook and it's like 
your kid might be good at that. If you let them thrive at what they're good at, then they could find a way to make money off it. Now, you force them to go and be an admin assistant at a place that they don't want to work at, they're going to be forever miserable and they're just going to be sitting there. And they're going to blame it on your ass. Oh, absolutely. You and know, nowadays, it's, towards their parents. everybody's blaming their parents. Now, the last generation, they just went with the flow. We ain't having that shit. And the new kids, they damn sure ain't having that shit. They just not working. I don't know how it's going to work out for them, but... They, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're tapping into what they want to really do. So I just, I think a lot of people become very disappointed and, oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm going, I'm suffering from anxiety, which may be true. But if you sit back and take a look at it, why are you so overwhelmed? Why do you feel like you have not, um, what's the word, uh, um, met your own expectations? It's because you've been gaslighted your whole life to think you were the best person when you're just a regular nigga like the rest of us. I mean, like you just... Solange probably felt gaslighted her entire life, right? She's in her sister's shadow. It's not that she's not talented. It's just she probably didn't focus in her area. Beyonce had one space, and Solange probably, at first she did try to go in uh, Beyonce's space, but she probably just didn't see her own lane. And when she finally saw her own lane, uh, what was that one, um, that album that did a seat at the table? Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it was. Now, if she could find it again, that'd be amazing, but, you know, neither here nor there. Um, kind of piggybacking on what you said as far as like tapping into your own potential when you were talking about you have personality. Mm -hmm. I did not tap into my own potential. I'm 32 now. Am I 32? Yeah, 32. <laughs> and I don't think I tapped into my own potential. Shut up. <laughs> tapped into my own potential until I was maybe 29, 30. And I had to literally have a, a talk with myself, a seat at the table with myself, like, how can I use what I have to make money? Mm -hmm. Because my older brother, he could rap, he could paint, he could draw, he could this, he could that. Like, I'm like, damn it. He's using what he embodies, his talents, and he's mm -hmm. making money off of that. And he's doing something he loves too. So it's not like he's just making money. He's doing something that he loves in the process. So I'm like, you know what? I'm a hustler. I know how to finesse. I can talk. I can, I can do all of that. <laughs> with that being said um i figured out i can be a community liaison i'm the middle mm -hmm. person all i do for my job is talk mm -hmm. i sell i talk this is what i do mm -hmm. and i do it well and now that i do that i'm like damn imagine how many more people would just sit down and have a talk with themselves at the table no comparisons because that's another thing like you solange probably comparing herself to beyonce mm -hmm. or somebody just comparing themselves to whomever or comparing themselves to their parents' potential, their expectations, mm -hmm. they can't even tap into their own potential because they're right. too busy comparing themselves to the next person. So it's like, how can you ever even know what you want to do or who you want to be if you're always and constantly comparing yourself? Right. I think uh, we got to stop. We got to also tell people, I was going to say something uh, to add to what you said. I'm having a brain fart right now. God damn, what was I going to say? I forgot y'all. <laughs> I tried. I tried. It was just, it was escaping me. <laughs> you said something. It's lost. Oh, no. I was also going to say, I think some people, like, we force our kids to go in certain directions. Or we, people, society forces us to go in a more professional direction. Yeah. And there actually are, are some people who are like, oh, no, I just want to be a singer. I want to be a producer. And it's like, have you heard yourself? You're not really that good at singing. Or, for example, Rihanna can't dance for shit. We love Rihanna, yeah. but she's not. I don't know why they keep forcing her to try to, like, do something. Like, she's 
a wonderful like fashionista. She's yep. a wonderful, you know, content creator. Or like um, as far as it goes, to, like videography and she might even whoever does the beats for her auto tune. She does an amazing job. But as far as dancing, that ain't it. So I think you need to also be a real realistic. Like there are different spaces in these avenues. Like just, if you want to get into entertainment, you can still do that. But if you're an introvert and you're only good at science or something. You could figure out a way to maybe be a producer, that, inter- that, that engineer, that, that, that space, like that, right? Yeah. So, like, I think people just need to start thinking outside the box mm-hmm. and stop. Just I don't and know. go back to the basics. There's nothing wrong. When I said I sat, I sat at the table. I literally took out a pen and a piece of paper, mm-hmm. and I wrote down what do I love, what do I not like, what's the best part about me, and things like that. And then I googled mm-hmm. how can I make money from doing this? How mm-hmm. can I make money from doing that? Just like who would have thought? Me and you being out at so many different places and people like, do y'all do like a podcast or something? A blog? Y'all should. And it's like, damn, that's a way to make money. But mm-hmm. you really got to sit down and just have a seat at the table with yourself. I don't I don't even know how many more times I can say that. But. And when you know you're going to know, it's not going to come. Yep. Diff- I mean, you're, there's going to be work in anything that's worth having. But when you know it's something right, like then it just will, you'll be motivated to wake up at three in the morning and like, let me jot down. I won't, I can't tell you enough how many times, me and Toya got this shared note. I wake up at five o'clock in the morning, 30 new notes, because Toya is like, her brain's just going. Like, it's just, you know, hey, real quick, I'm gonna send you a note real quick so I don't forget. It's like, you're when you're motivated to do something and it, it'll it come so easy mm-hmm. to you. So I don't, I, I want to tell people stop feeling like they're not, you know, especially these young people. God dang, social media got you thinking at 22, you done failed because you ain't got no husband, you ain't got no house, you ain't got, uh, I don't. I guess not a degree. I don't know what y'all supposed to have at that age. All I know is that it all don't come at, that's, Mm-mm, it don't that's, come that fucking easy. And if you crazy. got it, you're probably going to be like, damn, I accomplished this now. I want to go live my life. And you might go into like a rebel stage. I you think at some point, right? That reminds me of how I felt back when I was younger and I used to watch Girlfriends. Uh-huh. Now that I sit back and I watch, I'm like, Joan, you a motherfucking liar. You ain't no damn junior partner at no fucking law firm at fucking 28 years old. And if you are, you a bad bitch, but not all four of y'all. Girl, no. I'm, what was that? What was that show? Living single. Living single too. They, they literally graduated college the year before and was like, yeah, I'm a partner. Shut the fuck. Max. <laughs> Maxine. <laughs> Shit. But you know what? I do appreciate those. Because you know it, it it gave us a better light. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, we could be, we could do this, we could do that. Absolutely. So you get in the real world, you like, whoo, I'm 32. I, let me tell you, I'm 32. I still ain't got shit figured. I just quit my job last week. Thank you. Thank I'm here you. for that shit. But I mean, even even me talking about like us talking about wasted potential, um, realizing your efforts are mediocre at best, so on and so forth. If you're in your job, and I I think now that I've done it, and I was with this company for six years. I'm going to say a quote that kept running through my brain. And it was, a plane cannot land unless the coast is clear. If you know that what you're doing, if this mixtape you've been pushing for 17 years is not taken off, you might need to move that bullshit out the way for for the for the plane to land. Because mm-hmm. the coast is not clear. Mm-hmm. If whatever you've been doing for however long is not working... You got to move around. I know a lot of people say, oh, you you shouldn't have a plan B because it's not it's going to make you not focused on plan A. Fuck That's that. some bullshit. You always got to have some type of something because next thing you know, you're going to turn around and be on your ass and you're going to be looking 45, still saying, welcome to Good Burger, home with a Good Burger, can I take your order? I mean, but you know what? Some people, I think they fake are ambitious. 
Like, I feel like they're like, oh, I want to do X, Y, Z. And it's like they're just saying that because they think that's what black Twitter told them they need to say. <laughs> no, for real. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start this LLC. I'm going to buy two houses next week and then I'm going to uh, put a rental property on it. It's like, nigga, you don't even want to do that shit. I have a like, friend that's like that. It's a whole group of these black men. Uh-huh. And you'll see them at Turkey Leg Hut with their laptops, the spot, D-bar, whatever. And I'll casually look across the... Just word document, just sitting there. They ain't not even typing shit, doing mm. shit. Just, they just looking busy. Mm. It's fake busy. And and again, <laughs> I think you need to find out what it is. That, just because your best friend likes something. Guess what? Me and Toy out all the time. I guarantee you this. Toy is going to be the one dancing. I love to be around there, though. Like, I yeah. love to talk. But that's not my thing. Because y'all not finna sit up here and have a roast session. Because then I'm going to put you on blast <laughs> on this podcast. But, like, I know I'm I'm the hype man. That's what I do. Okay? She, she, she going to be sitting there talking about <laughs> stocks and bonds and Bitcoin. And I'm just going to like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I, but she don't fake pretend to care about it. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. I, but I wanted to transition into people pretending to care about stuff but it's like do you lack the resources like do you lack the environment to help you figure out what it is that you want and sometimes yes, your environment you is not going to be able to it's not going to tell you but it's like guess what you can start surrounding yourself like you, if you really want to find we didn't know how to find a production studio but mm-hmm. guess what we were so aligned it came to us like we were putting it out there putting it out there and it now we're here but it's like you gotta like Put it like you got to figure out what it is that you want and then align yourself with the, you know, somebody who might know how to do marketing. Somebody yeah. might who not, might know how to do TikTok. Somebody that might know how to uh, adjust the camera the correct way. You know what I'm saying? The lighting. That's a big thing, too. We didn't know that shit either. Like, it's all a big like it's all about your what, what space you're in in life, too. If you're in the space where you're actually trying to put your best foot forward, um, develop and grow, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to realize that can't everybody go with you. That's true. So you're going to have to separate yourself from a lot of bullshit starting mm-hmm. from social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying don't get on social media, but think about the stuff that you digest into your brain all the mm-hmm. time. Why the fuck are you following the shade room? No no shade to the shade room, but if you just sit around following fucking gossip sites, you're more invested into the celebrities' business, the yellow four-year-old's business. There is a problem. And if There's you a disconnect are scrolling, somewhere, Petunia, and all you see is ass, 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 yeah. ass, you're your own problem. Yep. <laughs> and yeah and then you look around and at who you're friends with and even if you're the successful friend mediocre success i mm-hmm. guess we'll say a midway success and all your friends are always asking you hey man you got like ten dollars i can hold until you why the hell are you uh mm-hmm. hanging with somebody that need ten dollars until two weeks man i told my brother one time this is a random ass story <laughs> he was going out to fucking some thursday spot he had just gotten back to texas and i was like oh that's lit i was like but make sure you pay for a valet because they're going to tow your ass. It was right over there at Fridgeman. So then he call, literally calls me like 45 minutes later. He's like, hey, can you come get me? They told me. I'm like, who you with? I was like, so all three of you niggas can't come up with $230? I was like, why Wrong the fuck clip. are you hanging with them? Yeah. I get it. Everybody's in school. But I was like, I'm going to front you. But them niggas riding with you and they ain't got no money? Like, I'm I'm sorry. I, I, I can't fuck with you. I can't be the only person always fronting us. Yep. And your sister can't be the one fronting all you niggas. Like... So I just told him, I was like, next time you, I'm not going to say don't stop, hang, like stop hanging out with him, but I'm going to be like, hey, you better not be the only one out here. Like give, you got the car, you got, you know, you got $30 in your pocket. They only got five. Like something's not adding up. But like Why? I said, if you're trying to develop and grow, then that's a part of, that's a part of growing. True. Like point blank True. period. When you're growing and them leaves ain't trying to grow with you, they're going to fall off. Mm-hmm. So regardless of if you intentionally separate yourself from people, people that don't want to grow with you, 
are gonna start separating themselves. Yeah, like, oh man, every time mm-hmm. we get around Taylor, she talking about fucking cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to take your broke ass. Look, me, I'm the broke ass. Take your broke ass on over there. Broke ass mindset, at least, because you're not even trying to learn. <sighs> Yeah. I don't have no problem cutting anybody off out of my life, (laughs) period. And this is my favorite saying, the I comes before the we. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't make sure I take care of myself Mm -hmm. and put my fucking safety life jacket on before this fucking plane goes crashing down, how the fuck I'm going to save somebody else? So I do have a question, though. This is going to be like the devil's advocate. So you got this, you know, you got everybody got that one friend that's always got, I'm going to go with the mixtape theory, (laughs) right? That example, they always. We are like, not oh, Lucia. Stop sending this y'all's mixtape. <laughs> Please stop. But, no, like they're like, oh, I got this, I got this. You like, okay, okay, yeah. Like, at what point do you want me to be like when they were like, listen to this? And I'm like, this shit's fucking trash. Like, <laughs> you know, your braids are me. trash. Why do I see the knots? Why are you charging me four hundred dollars for some knots in my braids? Like, what? Like, this is this is garbage. It was like the episode of a uh, South Park. Where she was like, I'm telling you, the music is trash. I don't know if you listen to South Park. I'm watching. But it was one episode. And he was like, no, it's not. So he puts the thing on. And all I hear is. <laughs> and he was trying his hardest to pretend. And when he, when she walked out the room, he threw the fucking headphones. The same shit. Like, I think that uh, me, I can't even hide my facial expression. So you gonna know. Stop like, asking me. I remember I had a close family member of mine. I kept starting these websites and these apps. And I'm like, <laughs> after app number 57, I'm like. Nice. He's like, you just saying. I was like, you're right, because you're going to get mad if I say I don't like it. Don't ever tell me you don't like my shit. Well, then don't ask me, please. Yeah. Take me out the rotation. Because guess what? <laughs> I'm not helping you. I'm I'm not going to gaslight you. Go get you a yes man. There's people on Twitter that will fuck with your shit. And, well, I'm sorry. Twitter actually is, will humble you. Go on yes, Instagram. the fuck it will. Instagram will, humble, will, will hype you up for no reason. They're, they're fake as fuck. Getting back to, did you have lack of resources to be successful in life? Um, I think I did not have gaslighting in my life and that Mm. that was something that I lacked. I think a lot of parents Mm. should try to gaslight their kids to be the best they can be, so on and so forth. But if you're trying to tell me that I'm going to be the next Michelle Obama Obama, or I'm going to be the first black woman president and as a parent, you're not giving me the resources that I need, like me having this Texas education, you're not taking the extra step to make sure I go to tutoring Mm -hmm. or you sitting down to check my homework and things like that, then Mm -hmm. you're failing me as a parent. Absolutely. Because you're just gaslighting me straight into darkness and that's it. I do think it can be a a hindrance, but then what about those parents? Because we have a friend that would be like, when we took the kids bowling, he was like, nah, you're not that good. And I was like, good job, girl. And he was like, nah, I wasn't that good. (laughs) But that's me though too. (laughs) I know. I'll be like, boo. It's one trash. I think, but isn't it like one? And I'm not a parent, so correct me. But like, isn't it like at some point you just kind of like, like got to go. You know what? You could do better next time. Versus stop even trying. You oh. know. Like, yeah. So it's like I think you just gotta find but I that think balance. Men and women are different too, because women are nurturers. Men are more so like, all right, come on, next, get up out of here. Who's next to bowl? That is true. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just always try to figure out. I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna get off parenting, but yeah, I just think uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with gaslighting as, as long as it's realistic. Now, if you know your kid is four seven at the age of seventeen, and you keep telling a nigga he gonna go to the NBA, I'm gonna need you to check in with yourself. <laughs> like, at yeah. this point, or you ain't got no scholarships rolling in. It's talking just... about my my baby going to Yale. He's smart, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean you got a fucking point so then when it comes to underachieving what did you mean with that 
underachieving. So like, um, I'll personally go. So I've had a rough start to my career. I was like 24, just becoming like a staffing coordinator. I think I was making like 18, 20. So remember, I was always complaining about this job. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, people are always like, oh, you can do better in life. I was like, I know I can, but nobody's fucking hiring me because my degree's in the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I got it from the wrong school. I didn't network with the right people. I didn't get the internships when I was supposed to. So um. I'm stuck climbing the fucking ladder like one step at a time. And so I was very depressed. I was like, I've always been told I'm so intelligent. I have all this potential. And then I, the company I was working for, they're like, yeah, you're going to be CEO of this one day. And But they had me doing all this bullshit. They weren't trying to let me advance. And I was just like, stop fucking gaslighting me like I'm the best person here but y'all not paying me my worth y'all not giving me the opportunities I was like so I had to leave and it was a big like dramatic deal when I exited and I was like why would I stay like why would you purposely try to keep me here to hold me down and so like I I took matters into my own hands which is very untraditional because people are like you're just gonna leave something good they love you there fuck right because I hate where I'm at like I felt so you know, undervalued I, I felt like I wasn't achieving anything in life like every, the first couple years first two years I was like dang I got a promotion in a year like I'm doing well and then I just kind of was sitting there and I was just like overwhelmed with everything and so yeah I took matters into my own hands but it was because I stopped listening to other people so Taylor you're doing mm-hmm. such a you're gonna be the CEO you, I just need you to do this I don't want to fucking do that Stop telling me what you want me to do. I don't even want to be here. I just took this because I needed a job at the time. So, you know, I I was very um, underachieved. And then, like, even thinking a lot of people, I had a friend call me recently. She's like, I'm in my 30s. I'm not married right now. And she was, like, in tears. And I was like, why do you feel like you're a failure? You're like, you are killing the fucking game right now. But because she didn't succeed in that one area, she felt like it wasn't that. And I think, you know, she had been groomed to think, by 25, you need to have a husband. Or the by pressures 30, of her family, too. Exactly. When you're going, well, I, I sure can't wait till you have a baby. People got to stop doing that. And y'all not taking care of the babies. Y'all not putting money in my pocket. Well, not even that, but you really don't know what people have going on internally. How and you know people ain't too. trying to have kids and True. they just can't? And here True. come Mama with her big ass wobbling around barefoot talking about when you going to bring me some grandbabies. Mama, go sit down. And if- and back <laughs> back with, with the whole gaslighting as well, That's that's one of the main reasons why I quit. The money was not adding up to you guys gaslighting me, saying, "Oh, Toy, if you just stay here, mm-hmm. we're gonna do it." I was supposed to be at a hundred thousand by now. Why am I still sitting here at this amount? Mm. Where's my company car? Where's mm-hmm. this? Where's that? The companies don't like that. Mm-hmm. So now, when I come to y'all and I'm pushing my laptop and computer to y'all, saying I'm out, you pushing it back, saying, "Well, what can we do?" Okay, I'll, I'll sit back and forth, and I'll go back and forth with you and tell you what you can do, and I'll give it a few more months. Here we are, a year later, mm. pandemic hit, and now I'm really like, "Oh, I'm." Definitely finna get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I took the very untraditional route. And my um letter of resignation was probably one line long with thank you, uh, Latoya Brown. I'm out. And um I sent it at 459, put my phone on Do Not Disturb and got on the plane. It's nothing wrong with that. Fuck them people. Because at the end of the day, and it wasn't even to uh, and my mental wasn't even about leaving them quote unquote hanging without a two week notice. But before you get ready to fire me, are you gonna give me two weeks? No. No. They're not. Stop fucking having these companies back. Like, and and I learned it from uh, uh, one of my homegirls. There are a million organizations out there. You're really over here worried about going back to work for this company because you didn't give them your two weeks. Fuck them people. Or even more so when 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 you look at my resume, my resume my resume speaks for itself to the point where they don't have to call my past employer. I've been working for them for six years. Even if I walked out and slammed the door and fucking trashed their computer. My resume still speaks for itself. I was loyal to one company for six years. I didn't have to give them a two-week notice. Y'all not going to give me no two-week notice when y'all fire me. Well, hey, Toya, you're not being productive. Here's 14 days to find another job while you sit on the clock and ride us. No, they're going to be like, hey, Toya, it's 
fourth, they're going to hit you with the 4.30 p.m. to still get that last day of work out mm-hmm. your ass. Mm-hmm. And then sit you down and collect your shit mm-hmm. and let you take that walk of shame with that brown box mm-hmm. with your baby's picture in there. Fuck them. So fuck y'all. I'm, Respectfully. I'm you know, we, we don't like corporate America. That's why we need to blow up with this podcast. <laughs> Cash app. H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. <laughs> <laughs> Support is free. Look, I'm gonna apply for Medicaid, <laughs> WIC, Sanif. <laughs> what else can I apply for? <laughs> Shit. But no, we just wanted to talk about like being in the gaslighting program, the gift, and the, <laughs> the gift and the talent of gaslighting program, telling these kids that they're gonna be more than they're gonna be, and like, so and they don't reality, set them you up ain't gonna be shit. <laughs> and it's okay it's okay cause we all ain't shit right at the end of the day <laughs> as long as you strive for more than not being shit you're a step above the rest I know that's right <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right we ain't shit <laughs> so what's your whole tip oh shit you know what my whole tip gonna be back to these funky ass jobs stay as long as you need to collect the bag collect the experience build your resume up and be on the come up for more and when it comes to negotiating your salary, because that's where I'm at right now with my next job, um, shoot above and beyond the stars. Go for what you feel like you're worth. Do not nickel and dime your fucking worth, because I'm not. And Well, I'm just going to tune in on that real quick. Unrelated. But, uh, yeah, uh, these white folks will come in here and ask for 250 Let yep. me tell you something. And they won't blink a fucking eye. Black women are the, are the most, uh, the highest demographic that do not negotiate their worth. So go in and ask for what you want. If you want 140, go in and ask for 160. And then let them talk you down. Don't mm-hmm. don't lowball yourself. Like stop stop being scared to do that shit. And uh, if they can't afford it, they'll, they'll be like, hey, that's out of our pay range. And then if they want you, they're gonna be like, but we can do da 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 da. And then they'll have the conversation. They're never gonna just shut shut you down. If they do shut you down, you don't want to work for them niggas. Anyways. I mean, but you got to do your research too. Don't be coming to ABC mom and pop gas station talking about you want to raise from. Well, how much did you make at your last job? Well, I made $7 an hour. Now I want to make $175,000 a year. Like, bitch, what? No. Well, do I'm, your research. I'm saying, like, but don't go don't in. Don't gas like yourself, boo boo. Don't go into, like, I don't know, what's the biggest organization? Amazon asking for $100,000. Yeah, They're going to be like, oh, we know you ain't got no money. Right. <laughs> and they going to lowball you. Yeah. So give them, you know, give them a higher number, throw some shit out there, do your research, like you said. But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, don't be scared to ask for what you want because mm-hmm. they, for sure, are going to try to lowball you. And guess yep. what? Ain't a dime coming out their fucking pocket anyways. Yep. But but my whole tip actually was <laughs> <laughs> don't gaslight yourself. Like, don't sit up here and pretend like you all this, that, and the third in the bag of chips. Be realistic with yourself. If you know that you are not uh, I, who I hate, gosh, I've, well, since we just came off the BBL pandemic, I hate people who get online like, I'm fine, I'm thick, da 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 And it's like, no, sis. You're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not all day. I might need you to go drink some water a little bit more. I might need you to do this. I might Everybody need you to do this. ain't way too sexy. That's what I'm saying. So, like, <laughs> that was a bet. <laughs> Stop gaslighting yourself. If you want to become a producer, put the work in. Put your sound, Surround yourself with the resources. Uh, information on the internet is so free. Like, just put yourself in the right network with people. So, that's all I got to say on that. And you have anything on that else? Nope. Nope. Bye. Bye.